Okay, good morning. Today's daf is daf ches. Today's shiz the ilu nishmas, monas, yoinas, and ben yosef, and shlomo ben yehuda, eitan, shlomo ben yehuda, and eitan gabriel ben tzvi. May they all, may the neshamas have an aliyah, and may their memory be a blessing. Little for a full shleima of chayachaykebas, baba michla, yitzchak yehuda ben miriam, and... Zalman Mordechai Ben Mera, may they have a complete and speedy recovery. Okay, so we're up to the about the tenth line of Chesamur Aleph eight A. Um, the Gemara remember, so the overriding question, the over the overarching question of the sugya is the Brisa says. What's the source? How do we know that a Yavam doesn't do Yibum to an Erva, to a woman that's normally forbidden to him? Again, the case under discussion is Ashes Achos Isha, his wife's sister, but it theoretically applies to all the, the Arayos. But let's just see also Achos Isha, his wife's sister. Why does he not do Yibum to his wife's sister? And we said because of, because the Pasuk says, Oleo Oleho. Oleo and Yibum to tell us that when it's telling us don't marry your wife's sister, that is even in a case of Yibum. Now what's been bothering the Gomorrah is why would we ever have thought that he does marry his Yibum? And that's what we've been going through the last few pages. Is why would he why would you have thought he, he does not do Yibum? And that's what we're uh, that's the point we're um, pushing at. We're trying to suggest all these different reasons why we would have thought he does Yibum and therefore I need the Pasuk to tell me he does not do Yibum. So we're in the middle of one suggestion and the suggestion is as follows. This was about halfway down yesterday on Zainamud Base. It says, Once it's permitted, they extended the permission. Like we saw by a Mitzorah who became at full Yom. Once he's allowed to go into the base Hamikdash to, for his for his purification on Mitzorah, he's also allowed to go into the base Hamikdash because he's at full Yom. So once it's permitted, it's permitted. So then we suggest it, and so too by Yibum. Once we're permitting him to Ashes Ach, his brother's wife, we know that Ashes Ach is one of the Arayos. Under normal circumstances, it would be Osur on the pain of Koresh to marry one's brother's wife. However, by Yibum it's permitted. Oh, permitted. Ishtri. So, however, Ishtri, Ishtri. Once you're permitting Yibum, then it would also be permitted. And then we chatted and we said, that's not so straightforward. He says, because what's the scenario where we do say, however, Ishtri, Ishtri? It's where the heter arrives and he was basically going to do it anyway. And then the second reason to forbid it arrives and we say, okay, once we're already allowing him to do it, we'll allow him to continue. Let's just play that through with the, um, with the case of the Mitzorah. So the Mitzorah was allowed to put his hand, his behinus, his right, his right thumb and right big toe and right ear into the base Amikdash. He was allowed to on the morning, and he was going to do it, because that's his purification, but, um, is allowed to be because of his purification, oh, um, and then he became a Tful Yom, who is not allowed to go into the base of Midash, well a Mitzorah, 
Mechusa Kippurim is not and a Tfu Yom is not. So once he was allowed to and he was anyway going to go in for Mechusa Kippurim, well, history, history, we allowed to go in for his Tfu Yom. So that's why we said it doesn't really line up with Yibum because at Yibum you have both brothers each married to a sister and then the one dies without children. Sorry, was that right? Yeah. So it's not that she was permitted because of Aishasach and then she became, sorry, prohibited because of Aishasach or permitted, permitted because of Aishasach and then we're going to say, okay, once she's allowed the one arise, she's allowed a second arise. No, she was never permitted to marry Aishasach only once he died is it permitted. So now what the Gemara is going to say is there actually is one specific scenario where Yibum does line up with Ula's example of the Mitzorah and the Tvul Yom of Hov Ishtri Ishtri. And that's why we need, again, our overriding question of the Sugya is why do we need Oleho to teach us that he doesn't marry the... That he doesn't do yibum to an erva. We would, why would we ever think that he does? So there is one case, one specific scenario with Ula, where it lines up with Ula, and therefore we needed to teach us that is not so. It says Elo ki itrich oleho. Where do we need oleho? Again, for the following specific scenario, hecha denosa meis umeis ba'achakach nosochai. The one brother married this girl and then he died okay so the one brother married a girl and then he died now that girl falls in yibum but for achakach nosachai the old the the live the brother then married that girl's sister that's the case we're talking about so let's just put names to it so you have ruvain and shimon ruvain married leah and then he died and then Shimon married Rachel, Leah's sister. Um, Leah's sister. Now we would think, since he was, since Shimon was allowed to marry Leah because of Achos, um, even though she was Ashes Ach, because of Yibum, he was allowed to marry Leah, gain his wife's, and then she became also his wife's sister, a second erva. However, Ishtri Ishtri, once he was permitted to marry her or to do Yibum to her, that permission uh, um, comes again, even though he's not allowed. So that's the, that's the answer. Oh, we have an answer to our question again. Okay? Our question was, why do we need Oleo? Why would you ever think that he could do Yibum to an erva? So there's this specific scenario when the one brother was married to a, 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 a girl, and then that brother died without children, and in the interim, the second brother married someone who makes that girl an erva. So it could also be he married that girl's mother, because you're not allowed to marry, or but he got, or married that girl's sister. He married anyone, then she does not fall. You would have thought that she does fall in Yibum because she was already permitted to him. Even though she was Aisha's she was already permitted to do Yibum. Only subsequent to his marriage, maybe not. So therefore we say, Oleho, Yibum is still Asur. That is the one example. Um, so that's why we need Oleho. Now, that, so there's one more point I wanted to bring in. Yeah, there's an interesting question that they go into 
but uh, not uh, not major for us is that there's always a zika. There's this bond between the yovam and the yavama. It's a semi-marriage. I when a man and a when a woman's husband dies without children, she has the zika, this bond to the living brother. I we know she's not allowed to get remarried to anyone, and yet she does. Chalitza, she has to do yibum. So there's this bond. So how could Shimon marry Leah's sister when he has the zika to Leah, which is almost like a marriage? So the simple answer is that it's only Durabonan. And granted, you're right. Durabonan, he should not marry Rachel, this woman Leah who he has a zika's to sister. But if he does, it's a valid marriage. And uh, now what happens with Leah? But we'll see that a bit more. Okay. Then let's give the second answer. The Eboys aim alternative. We can say, I see a Behekesha mid Rebiona. We learn it out from the Hekesh of Rebiona. What's that? Omar Rebiona, the Itamer Rav Huna, Braid Rav Yeshua. Rebiona, some said it was actually Rav Huna, Braid Rav Yeshua. Omar Kro the Possek says, Kol Asheria semi Kolatoivo Sailovenikrosu. Anyone who does any of the above abominations, I, anyone who does any of the Arayos, Venikrosu, he will get Kores. This hook should call Arayas Kulam. It connects all the Arayas. Again, by the fact that it mentions all these Toevos in one posuk, it's lumping all the Arayas together, all the different forbidden relations together. So it connects them all. Kulam Aishasach. Ma Aishasach Sharia. I've called Arayas Nami Shorion. Just as Aishasach is permitted, so too. All the arayas are permitted. Therefore, Kosav Rachmana Oleho. The Torah writes Oleho. Okay, so that's a good answer. We have a Hekesh. A Hekesh is a very strong drosha that if the Torah writes two things together, it forces, it tells you to learn one from the other. And we don't ask questions on a Hekesh. Even if it doesn't seem so similar, it doesn't seem to make good logic. The Hekesh tells us to learn them together. So all the Arayas are lumped together. So just as Eishas Ach is permitted in Yibum, and that's what Yibum is, your brother's wife, but it's permitted in Yibum. So to all the other Arayas are permitted in Yibum, comes along the Torah and says, Oleho, to say, no, in a case of Yibum, you don't do it. It says, Wait. So we have a choice here. We could either connect all the arayas to Aishas Ach and say in a case of Yibum all the arayas are permitted. Or we could connect all the arayas to Achos Isha. Again, his wife's sister, where it says this extra word Oleho and say that they're Osur. Why do you connect it to Achos Isha? You should connect it to Again, you have two options here. We have Achos issues where the Pasuk says Oleho, that special drosha that tells us we don't do Yibum in this scenario. We don't do Yibum to one's wife's sister. We don't do Yibum to an erva. On the other hand, we have the other Pasuk which says Ach, which is you do Yibum to Ach. So which one? All the others. So let's just say we had 15 in our Mishnah. Where, which the other thirteen? Do you connect them? How do you know to connect them to Achos Isha, your wife's sister, and say you don't do Yibum to any of them? You should rather connect it to Aishasach and say that you do do Yibum on all of them. You do Yibum on all of them. 
my the one possibility is when you have a choice of making a hekesh, connecting something for a stringency or for a leniency, you always make the connection for the stringency. Are you right? We do have a choice. Do you want to connect it to Aisha Sachet, permit all our riots in Yibum, or to Achos Isha and forbid all our riots in Yibum? You always choose the stringent option. It says, no, here, by Achos Isha, they tui surim, and so to by all the other rice, they tui surim. So, trey mi trey alfinan, rather learn where there's tui surim from tui isurim. Hacher, but here, by Eshesach, chadi isura, the trey mi chadi loy alfinan. There's only one isur, Eshesach, there is no other ever. Um, so, rather learn, and we were not going to learn trey two from one. I granted, I said that for making a hekesh, it doesn't have to be two. Similar, but when you have two hekashim, you could choose where you're going to connect which the other arayas to. Choose the arayas that it's more similar to. So it's more similar. Achos Isha has two isurim, Eshesach and another erva. So rather take that one. So rather compare all the others to that one and say it's also. Okay, so that's one way. This is so far where we're holding in our sukya is we asked why do we need Oleha to teach us that you don't do. Yibum on the Arayos, wouldn't we know that? Any, why would we ever think? I wouldn't you know that anyway that you don't do Yibum? So we've had one answer and we've explained it and we've justified it and using the Hekesh of Rabbi Yonan. But now we give another answer. It says, Rava Om. Uh... Sorry, so we've had two answers so far. We had the answer of Hold Ula, Hold Istri Istri. The case, it's a very specific case where the one brother married a sister and then the second brother, then he died without children and she was already fallen in, she should have, he should have done Yibum to that girl, but then he married that girl's sister. That's Hova Ishri Ishri Ulazdin. And now we just had the Hekesh of Rabbi Yona. No, all the Arias are lumped together. So just as um, you know, all the Arias are lumped together, so you might have thought, learn them all to the Hekesh of Rabbi Using the hekesh, learn them all to Aishasach. Comes along Allah and says, Don't do that. Says, Rava Omar Erva Gufa Loitrichakra. Rava says, First, Rava gives another answer. He says, Firstly, regarding the Erva itself, we don't need a possible. Because an assay does not push aside a negative commandment which has Kores. Either mitzvah to Yubum is never going to push aside one of the other Yisrim. Ki itrikrola meisad tzora. Where do we need the Pasuk? To forbid it tzora. I. You're right. Regarding the actual erva, regarding someone doing Yibum to his daughter-in-law or to his brother, to his wife's sister or to any of the other 15 Arayos, you're right. He wouldn't. We would never think that he does. But what about her co-wife? Remember in the Mishnah we said the co-wife is also awesome. So there we need a possible. We need Oleo to tell us don't do Yibum to a co-wife. You telling me that an erva does not need a possible for Hoktani, but we taught only Elohi. The Mishnah said, the Brysa said, Oleo comes to exclude the Arayos. And then he says, oh, okay, now I know that it excludes Arayos. What only Elohi? That's the Raya. What about the Tsara? What's the source for Tsara? So the Gemara. So, so it sounds like from the Brisa, only Elohi. 
okay, so I know the erva, but what about the Torah? Sounds like we did need the drosha for an erva. Unlike Rava, who says we don't need the drosha for erva, I would never ever have thought that he does yibum to the to the erva, to to his erva. So there's no mishum Torah, so it's there because of her co-wife. Of Hoktani Eli Elohein, but wait, but then the Brisa says I only know the co-wives from all, um, the 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 other arayos, implying that. I did need a source to teach the other Arayos. He says, no, Mishum Torah say him. Yeah, and their co-wives, he says, no, Mishum Torah say him, because of their co-wives. Right, so, again, the first part of the mission, it sounds like from the Brisa that Oleo, the reason that I need a special Joshua to exclude from um, marriage, of, that I need the special Joshua to exclude Yibum to an Erva, but actually that's obvious that I would never have thought um, the whole Josh is coming for the Arayos and the, for the Tsoros of the Arayos. Okay, now before we go and analyze Rova, Tosos asks, interestingly, they bring up two important, uh, brings up two important points. Why doesn't Rova learn like Holva history history? And why does he not learn the Akesha of Rebbe Yonah? So the first answer is, maybe Rova holds, just put in your finger, Ullah's, remember the premise of Ullah was that when you put your hand into the base of Migdash, when the Bitsora puts his hand into the base of Migdash to have the blood put on it, that's considered as if he's going into the base of Migdash. Aye, and then we say, oh, we have a special permission for him to go into the base of Migdash. Um, so it comes along... Um, so, so Rava maybe holds that that's not considered going into the base Amidash. Maybe your whole body has to go into your base Amidash, and therefore we don't have this principle of Achos of Ishtari Ishtari. And the second answer that Tosos give to that question is no, because this of going into the base Amidash, whether a Mitzori is going into the Azorah or whether it's a Tful Yom of going into the Azorah, it's the same negative commandment of someone whose Tome is not allowed to go into the Azorah. Tful Yom So it's the same negative commandment. Therefore, we can say once we're waving that negative commandment for one thing, we can wave the negative commandment for another thing. But here it's not similar. It's two separate negative commandments. It's the negative commandment of your brother's wife and the negative commandment of your wife's sister. It's two separate negative commandments. So just because you push aside the one negative commandment, who says you push aside the other? And then he's, you could say, also, Robert doesn't hold for the Hekesh of Rebbe Yoyna. And Rebbe Yoyna said, by the fact that it lumps all the Arias together, we connect them all to, you would have thought maybe they're all connected to Ashes Ach, and just as Ashes Ach, you do Yibum, even though it's Araya, so you do Yibum in all the other cases. So, so Rava would never have that Havamina. Because according to Rava, he would say, the Apostle, when it connects the Arayos together, the Hekesh, it's to go strict. It's to forbid something. It's not to permit something. So you would never have that Hekesh. But either way, Rava doesn't hold for the previous two answers. And therefore he says, actually, I don't need Oleo to teach by the Erva herself. It's for the Tsarasehem. It's for the co-wives of the Ervas. So now the Gemara asks a question. It says Tosh. So what we said, we, the the point we're going to challenge is that Robert says I would never have thought that you could do yibum to an erva. I would know that because ain asetoichel loisa says she yesh bokares. Says Tosh. Ma we can ask a question of Rav. Rabbi Yomer velokach velokcho veyovam veyovmo. The pasuk could have said velokach and he shall take. 
but it instead says he shall take her. Now we know he's speaking about the Yevamah, this, this, his sister-in-law, his late brother's wife. So why does it have to specify take her? And so too, it could have just said he does Yibum, but it says he does Yibum to her. So those are two limitations that he only, he takes her and he does Yibum to her. We would already have known. So why does it do it like that? So it says, Le Tsaras V'Arayos, to forbid the Tsaras and the Arayos. What do we see? We see from Rebbe that you do need a Pasuk to exclude Arayos from Yibum. Unlike Rava, who said you don't need the Pasuk to exclude the Arayos from Yibum. So he answers, no, Amos Le Tsaras, Shall arise. It's coming to forbid the Tsaras of the Arayos. Of a hot tray But Rebbe brought two psukim. My love, Chadle Erva, Chadle Tsara. Must be the one Pasuk is coming to exclude the Erva. And the second Pasuk is coming to exclude the Tsara. How can you just say the Tsaras of the Erva when Rebbe had two droshes, two exclusions? Must be one is for the Tsara and one for the Erva. Says law, I give idea Tsara, both offer the Tsara. Khadla Mesa Tsara Bamoka Mitzvah, Khadla Mishri, Tsara Bamoshaloi Bamoka Mitzvah. And the one is to come forbid a Tsara Bamoka Mitzvah, and the other one is to permit the Tsara Shaloi Bamoka Mitzvah. Um, I, very interestingly, we've, we have touched on this point before, but when is a co wife of an Erva Osur? Only Bamoka Mitzvah, only when there is Yibum. I, when you're supposed to do Yibum to your brother's wife, to one of your brother's wives, and one of those women is an erva to you, then you don't do Yibum even to... Um, one of those women is an erva to you? Then um, you don't do Yibum even to her co-wife. But if, let's say, your brother married a stranger, a random woman, and he married... Sorry, I lost my train. Um, sorry, not if your brother. If someone else, basically a stranger, non-family me- member married an erva and another woman... Her co- that co-wife, even though you couldn't, when that man dies, you can't marry the erva because she's the erva, but you could marry that erva's co-wife. So that's what Rebbe needs. I and we want to, and we would read the follows as posuk, the 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 posuk as follows: Velocha, I you shall take her, excluding the tsaras erva. You take her, but not the tsaras erva, and then viyovmo. And when you would do Yibum, that is where the Tzorah is also. That's what the Yibum is coming to teach. Again, when you want to do Yibum, that's when the Tzorah is also. But when it's not to do Yibum, then she's not. The co-wife of an Erva is not also. Says my time of Yovam Yovma, but Mokam Yibum, who does Sirat Tzorah Shalobam Mokam Yibum Shariyo Tzorah. As I just explained, it says, it could have just said, and do Yibum, but it emphasized do Yibum to her. I, when you are doing Yibum, that's when you can't marry her Tzara. But in all other cases, you could marry a Tzara. It says, Ashi nami You can actually deduce this from our Mishnah. Diktani, as our Mishnah says, Chamesh Esrei Noshim Poitras Tzara Seim. Fifteen women exempt their co-wives. Ve'ilu Peturas Upoitras Loiktani. But that doesn't teach that they are potu and they, they are exempt from Yibum and they exempt their co-wives. Again, why does it need to say that? Because we know that we never had the Havamina, we never had the thought 
that you could do Yibum to the Erva. So it doesn't have to say that they are Potter. They're obviously Potter. It just has to say they exempt that Sora. That's the Chidush. Shmamina, and that's conclusive. Now the Gemara wants to discuss the point we mentioned by Rebbe. Oh, yeah. So it's a Maishna. Let's just see a bit further. It says, Maishna Erva Deloitz Richa why does the erva not need a pasuk? Is it not? Be- the reason Rava gave is because a positive commandment, either positive commandment to do yibum, does not push aside a negative commandment which has kores. Says, well, her co wife should also not require a pasuk because it would fall under the category of a positive commandment trying that does not push aside a negative commandment with kores. Why? Because the pasuk, now this is important, what's the pasuk that we know kowa from? Um, because the pasuk says, it says, a man shall not take his wife's sister, or hurt Sora. So we see that Sora is included in the negative commandment. And it's a negative commandment that has Kores. So Amalayra of Achabar Bevi Mar Ravina. Rav Achabar Bevi Mar said to Ravina, Hachi Ka'ama Mishmei to Rava. This is what they said in the name of Rava. Tsora Namilo Itzrikro. Kitzrikro, the Mishri Tsora Shaloba Mokom Mitzvah. Yeah, you're right. To tell us that a man can't do yibum to his to the tsara of an erva, I don't need a pasuk. I need the pasuk to permit the tsara shalom b'mokam mitzvah in a case where it's not yibum. My timer. What's the reason? I how does the pasuk show this? So it's Omakra, The pasuk says, Oleho b'mokam oleho hudi sura. The pasuk says, Oleho. Remember, Oleho was we learned that this achos isha this. Pasuk referring to his wife's sister is in a case of Yibum. So he says, Shari. This that we say that sorry is also I from the word literary in the Pasuk is specifically in a case of Yibum. That's what Aleo is telling me. Shari, but where it's not a case of Oleo, it would be permitted. Okay, so where we standing at the moment. We don't need a pasuk to exclude. I would never have thought that you do yibum to an erva. And I also would never have thought that you do yibum to the tsara, Because again, that's learnt out in the same pasuk. It says, You're not allowed to take a woman or her tsara. And what's Oleho coming to teach? Again, why do we make this connection to say that um, this pasuk is speaking in a case of yibum? To teach me... That in Yibum the co-wife is Osur, but where it's not Yibum, the co-wife would be Mutar. Just to highlight what's the case of the co-wife that would be Mutar. What's the case of the co-wife that would be Mutar? So it comes along... Um, that, that, sorry, that's coming to... So, sorry, sorry. Yeah, what's the case of where the co-wife would be mutar? If you have... Um, uh, you have Ruvain, and some other guy marries one of their eyes to him. No relative of his. So this Bob married Ruvain's daughter, or Ruvain's mother-in-law, or Ruvain's wife's sister, and another woman. So that woman is Tsaras Erva, is the co-wife of his Erva, but if she does... Or if he um, divorces his wife, 
he can marry the co-wife. Because this that we say a co-wife is osur is specifically the Mokom Yibum. Okay, Omar Lay Rami Barchamel Rova, third line of Chesam with base, Rami Barchamel said to Rova, Ema Erva Gufa Shaloba Mokom Mitzvah Tishtari. Why don't we understand the Pasuk of saying the Erva itself is allowed Shaloba Mokom Erva? I Oleo is in the Pasuk of Achos Isha and Sorah. So that's telling me that you only apply the erva of his wife's sister when it's for Yibum. When it's not for Yibum, maybe he's allowed to marry his wife's sister. So, so Rava said to him, He says, wait, it's a Kavachomer. If he's not allowed to marry an erva when it's a mitzvah for Yibum, he's definitely, he's definitely not allowed to marry her when it's not for a mitzvah. He says, well, the sorrow will show that that's not a true Kavachomeh. An erva is um, that sorrow is, is also in a case of Yibum and permitted in a regular case of marriage. So, so too, maybe you'll say the erva, this that one's not allowed to marry his wife's sister, is in Yibum, but where it's not for Yibum, he's permitted. So, Omer, law, uh, sorry, wait, I said, yeah. So, Omer, lay, Rava responded, Olecho, Omer, Krot, you, the Pasuk says, in her life, he's not allowed to marry his wife's sister while she's alive. What's that teach us? As long as she's alive in all scenarios. Uh, he's never ever allowed to marry his wife's sister. Again, that's learned out from this word, Kol And therefore we know that even in a case, even not in a case of Yibum, a man is not allowed to marry his erva, his, his wife's sister. It says, wait, but that word, you can't use that word, for a drosha. It's necessary to teach us that after his wife's death, she's permitted Ay, fascinating halacha. Um, as I pointed out at the beginning of the Masechta, Achos Isha, one's wife's sister, is a unique erva in that once his wife dies, once the, the woman he was married to dies, then her sisters become permitted. See, so, so that's what Bechayeh is coming to teach us, that special halacha. So the Gemara says, no, ha'hi meve isha el achosonafka. That's learned out from a woman as well as her sister. Aye? As long as they're sisters, he can't marry her. But if she dies, then he could marry her. Says, no, if I would have only had that posuk, I would have thought as long as she's his wife. Aye? But if they get divorced, then he could marry his sister. Ruvain married Leah. And now he wants to marry Leah's sister Rachel. So first point, we said, oh, Bechayeho, as long as she's alive. So we said, no, Bechayeho, um, we already know that from it says he can't marry her while she's his wife. That's implying that if they get divorced, if Ruvain divorces Leah, he could marry Rachel. That's what it's implying. So therefore he says, so therefore we need Bechayeho to teach as long as 
Leah is alive. Even if Reuven and Leah are divorced, Reuven can't marry Leah's sister Rachel. Ah, Elama Ravuna Bar Tachlifa Mishmei De Rava. Rather, Ravuna Bar Tachlifa says in the name of Rava, Trey Kroi Ksivi. There's actually two psukim. Ksiv Ishalachoy Saloti Kachlitzror says. Uh, it's, yeah. If you take this pasuk, you can break it into two separate halachas. The first part of the pasuk is you shall not take your wife's sister, Tzror, to make them rivals. But again, the pasuk there, Litzror, is to make them rivals, them. And the second part of the pasuk is Legalos Ervasa, to uncover her nakedness, the Chadamashm, which is one of them. So, Hokeitzat. Is it only a problem when it's them, in plural, loitikach litzror? And on the other hand, it says, you're not allowed to uncover her nakedness. Aye, so is it both or one? Why do we have plural and then singular? So he says, no, but mokom mitzvah shtayim asuras. When it's in a case of the mitzvah I to do yibum, they both awesome. The woman and your wife, or your brother's wife, sorry, your wife's sister, and her tzorah. If it's not in a case of a mitzvah, I in a regular, some random man married these women, then the erv is also the tzorah is mutar. Since we can switch it around and say that, for yibum she is forbidden and the tzorah is mutar. But if it's not for yibum, maybe both of them are forbidden. I... Why did you say only by Yibum that in the case of Yibum it is your wife's sister that is Osur and her co-wife is Osur? Say in that case the co-wife is Mutar. And in a regular case with a strange man who died, it would be the Erva and her co-wife are Osur. So he says, no, Imke Loyomar Oleho. Then the posuk didn't have to say oleho. Again, we come back to this world, this word, the special word that tells us that by your wife's sister, there's a different halacha, even by yibum. Now, let's just why? Why? Let me ask you. Let me phrase it as this: um, If we didn't have the posuk of oleho, and I knew there was a different halacha, I in yibum something was yibum, and a regular case would be osur. So when faced with the choice of is he allowed to marry the Tzorah Erva, the co-wife of his Erva, we would have said, mitzvah, in a case of Yibum, that's when it's permitted. You're more likely to permit something when it's a mitzvah than when it's just a regular occurrence. You just want to marry this person, this girl. So therefore, Oleho changes that. I, I would have thought that he marries, he could marry his Tzorah of his Erva in Yibum. But Oleo tells me the opposite, not so. Okay, now we carry on. How do you know that this Oleo is coming to say that it's for that the sorrow is forbidden? Maybe it's coming to permit it. And this is how you would read the Posuk. Let's see. You're not allowed to take a woman. Your wife's sister as a rival, Lohi Velotsarasa. Maybe it's saying you can't marry her or her sister. If it's not in a case of Yibum. But in the case of Yibum, 
it would be permitted. So he says, no, im kein legalos ervosod chada hechi mishkachaslo. Wait, but then we're going to run into the second problem of the second half of the Pasuk. Remember, we pointed out that the first part of the Pasuk says, Litzro, you can't take them, which implies both women. And then in the second part of the Pasuk, it says, Legalos Ervoso, her, singular, there's just one woman you can't marry of those women. So, Hechi, what would you establish it as? According to how you've just explained, if it's for Yibum, both are Mutar. And if it's not a case of the mitzvah, then both are also. So you, so it's both and both. It's them and them. Now the case is legalos ervoso her. So must. So now we have to go back to our original understanding and say one of the cases, she is also. One of them is also, and the other one is mutar. So now which case is that? Um, the mokom mitzvah. Well, sorry, yeah, so Allah tells me that, sorry, sorry, so when is that? That is in the case of a regular man and his two wives. You can marry the co-wife of your wife's sister. The co-wife of your wife's sister, if it's not Yibum, you could marry her. But in a case of Yibum, you can't marry either of them. I, that's the them and the singular she you can't marry. The them is by Yibum, you can't marry either. And the, sh- the singular, you can't reveal her nakedness, that would be Shalobah Mokom Mitzvah. You're not allowed to marry the Erva, but you could marry the Kowaf. Okay, now we're going to go back and analyze a point of Rebbe that we brought up on the previous uh, uh, Amud. So let's just read what Rebbe said. So Gufa, again, whenever you see Gufa, it's going back on the on a sugya we mentioned earlier. It says, Gufa, Rebbe, I'm a velokach 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 Rebbe said we darshan the posuk again. The posuk is clearly speaking about doing yibum to his late brother's wife, and so it could have just said, "Take, and he shall get married." Why does it say, "and he shall marry her" or "take her"? The her is excess. Also, it could have just said, "and he shall do yibum," but it says, "vivmor he shall do yibum to her." So that double exclusion is coming to exclude. Soros v'arayos. He's not allowed to do yibum to his erva, and he's also not allowed to do yibum to his the the tsara of his erva. Says midi tsaros ksiva hacha. Says where in that posuk does it imply tsara? Knowing that posuk does it imply that the tsara is also? So how can Rebbe learn that the tsara is excluded? V'od and secondly, tsror min litsror nafko. We learn out that he's not allowed to marry the Tzorah from the other Pesach where it says Litzor, by his wife's sister. That's where we learned out you're not allowed to marry the co-wife of, a, of, of, of an Erva in Yibum. So we first answer the second Pesach. It says Litzor, Litzor, He actually learns out Litzor for the Drosha of Rebbe Shimon. We'll see this Machloikis on Tafchof Ches. What happens if you have three brothers, Ruvain, Shimon, and Levi, and Ruvain and Shimon are married to sisters, and they both die at the same time without children? So again, three brothers, and two of the brothers are married to sister, and both of those brothers die without children. Now those two women are falling to the third brother in Yibum. However, those two women are sisters. 
So again, they're falling from two different brothers as Yibum. So the Tanakama comes along and says, he has to do Chalitza. He can't do Yibum to either of them because there's kind of a Zika. He's kind of married to the one already. So if he tries to do Yibum to the one brother's wife, it's kind of doing Yibum. It's, again, no, it's not really, but it's like he's doing Yibum to kind of his wife who's her sister, and if he tries to do the other one, well, it's also kind of his wife to the other sisters, because again, Yibum creates that zika, that bond. So it's kind of as if he's married. So it's his wife's sister, so he's not allowed to, therefore he has to do chalitza. Again, he has to do chalitza, because it's not a real marriage, the zika, it's only the Rabbonin. Comes along Rebbe Shimon, and he argues, and he says, no, both of them are released without Yibum or chalitza. Why? Because he says, the Pasuk says, you're never allowed to make them rivals. So any case where two women are falling to you in Yibum and they sisters that they would be rivals, you would not be allowed to do you would not have to do Yibum, you'd be exempt from Yibum. So Rebbe holds like Rebbe Shimon that Litzror is not coming to teach that you don't marry the Tsaurus Erva. Yibum is Litzror is coming to teach that you don't have to do Yibum in a place, in a case where these two women are falling to you as Rivals as two sisters falling in Yibum. So that is the literal of Rebbe. So we, so you're right. We don't have a source according to Rebbe that you can't marry at Sora. But now we've got the second question. Then, sorry, the first question, and the first question is it doesn't say anything about Sora in the pasuk. So how does granted Rebbe says Velokho and Vyivmor are excluding the Sora and the Arayos? Where do we see in that pasuk that it's actually excluding a Sora? Why is that brought into the discussion here? So Tzara Hechiksev. Where is the Tzara actually written? This is what he's saying. The Pasuk could have just said Velokach. My Velokho. Why does it say take her? As he pointed out, the take her is redundant. So he says, Whenever there is a case of he could take two wives... Uh, sorry, they're two wives of the deceased brother, the Eboy Nosif Hai, the Eboy Nosif Hai, and theoretically he could marry either of them. Sharia, that's when he does Yibum. Velokho means take her instead of taking them. I, if a brother had multiple wives and they all fall in Yibum and he could choose which one he wants to marry, Velokho, that's when he does Yibum. Sorry. The e law, but if he could not choose which one to marry, why could he not choose which one to marry? Again, this his brother dies without children, and they're two, and he had two wives. Why would he not be allowed to choose to marry one of them because she's an erva? So that's what we say. So in a case where he could not choose which wife to marry because only one of them is permitted to him, the other one's an erva, tarvayu asurim, that's when they both asur. So again, so very clever. How's Rebbe reading the passage? It says, Velokot, take her. He only does yibum when he could take her over the other one. He could take either one, but he does yibum to one of them. Whereas where he could not take the one, then he doesn't do yibum. Says the Yivmo, and what's what's the exclusion of Yivmo? But Mokam Yibum who dasira tsara who dasira tsara shalabo Mokam Yivum shari tsara. As you saw at the top of the page, if it's the Yivmo and he does Yibum to her, I only in Yibum is he not allowed to marry the tsara. But if it's not a case of Yibum, then he would be allowed to marry tsara. As we said, you have this random man married to a guy's erva and a co-wife. 
nothing to do with Yibum. That man does. He can marry the co-wife of his erva. It's only in Yibum that he's not allowed to marry his co-wife. Oh, now we go back to the Rabbonin. Okay, so this is all Rebbe's source. This is how does Rebbe know you're not allowed to marry the co-wife of an erva and it's only B'mokam Yibum, etc. That is from this word V'lokchot. Could have just said V'lokach and it says V'lokchot. So, but now, remember, we mentioned another opinion that says, how do we know you're not allowed to marry an erva, do Yibum to an erva or its co-wife? That was from Oleho. So the Virabon and the rabbis who learned that you're not allowed to marry the co- the co-wife of an, an erva or, its co- or her co-wife from V'oleho. Hai lokcho, my delay. What do they learn out this V'lokcho for? So he says, Mi look at Rabbi Yossi. They use it for Rabbi Yossi. Look at Rabbi Yossi Bar Chanina. To Amar Rabbi Yossi Bar Chanina, Rabbi Yossi Bar Chanina said, V'lokcho, it says V'lokcho, Take her. Melamed, what does that mean? So what he's going to explain is that the word means take in marriage. So that's teaching us that once he does yibum, she's his regular wife. That he divorces her. If he wants to, once he's done yibum, if he wants to get rid of her, he divorces her with a get. And not only that, he can remarry her like he could remarry her. A regular wife he divorced. Vyovmo, what's Vyovmo coming to teach? Al Korcha, he can do Yibum against her will. Okay, not saying that that's encouraged, but it would count as Yibum. Verebi, oh, where does the Rebbe Yosi Barachanina, where does he know these teachings of Rebbe Yosi Barachanina? Again, what's the novelty of Rebbe Yosi Barachanina? Once a man has done Yibum, you might have thought you can do Yibum or Chalitza. So if a man does Yibum, how does he get rid of her? Maybe he does Chalitza. So Rabbi Yossi Barachanina says, no, she becomes his wife. Once they've done Yibum, then she's a regular wife. And similarly, if he then, once she's his regular wife, if he does divorce her, he can remarry her. If a man gets divorced, he can remarry his wife. It says, from to, as a wife. Le'isha also has the connotations of a married woman. So he says, and this, that he can do it um, by force, that it can be against her will. He can do Yibum. The Yavam will come on her. I, it doesn't mention anything about her consent. So very interestingly, where we're holding at the moment. Um, oh, just in this last piece, we've introduced two interesting halachas. So firstly, we discussed at length and we've resolved it. According to the Bryson that said the overriding, the, that said Oleho. Why do we need Oleho? Um, wouldn't we know any way that he can't marry his erva? So we had three answers to that. We had um, Ulla who would learn out, no, it's for a very specific case, but we say, Holver Ishtri, once it's permitted, it's permitted. Once we're permitting one case, Eshesach will permit the second erva of Achos Isha, and we said, and therefore it says Oleho to exclude that. The second answer was, Rebbe, I think his name was Rebbe Yanai, the Hekesh of Rebbe Yanai. All the Arayas are connected together. So maybe all the Arayas are like Eshetzach, that it's waived. And we said, no, that's, um, so that's his answer. And Oleo comes to teach us that you don't connect it. Rather, connect them all to Achos Isha, his wife's sister, to tell us that it's also. And Rava said, no, it's all coming for the the drosh of the kowas. Okay, then we went on a side point, um, well, not a side point, to that main sugya, we discussed how Rebbe knows all these halachas, and now in this last point, we've just brought up Rebbe Chanina, who teaches us, 
Rabbi Yossi Bar and everyone agrees with this, that a koa, that once a man, firstly a man can do yibum against the woman's will, and secondly, a koa, um, sorry, not a koa, a woman, once she's done yibum, she's a regular wife. She's not, she's lost the status of a yibum and a yavmo, she's now one of his regular wives. Okay, and we'll leave it there for today.